Hello, and welcome to Dancing with Disease, a podcast for and about people who move and sway around life with chronic illness. My name is Sherry Ugalta, and I'm the host of this podcast. Depending on where you are in the world right now, you're probably in some form of quarantine or just coming out of it. Here in Toronto, we are in week two officially. Last week was March break, and that was the first week that we were told to stay home, and now we're on week two. At this point, we don't know when we're going back to school. I actually teach high school, so it's an interesting time for sure. And then, of course, there's the fear and the unknown. Sadly, unfortunately, and as I've come to accept my reality, this is my reality. A little bit of unknowing, a bit of fear, and then thankfully I've left the anxiety in the past. Living with chronic illness sort of trains you for this reality of being home, having to rely on yourself, having to entertain yourself, having to assess what's going on with yourself. The other day I had a bit of a sore throat for like five minutes. And so I get to choose usually between, is this a regular cold or is this a flare? And now of course we have the added, or is this the virus? It's a lot and if you let your head take over, you'll play some games. So a couple of years ago, I wrote out a list of things to do, how to get yourself through the tough times. It's actually on my website. So if you go to jerrygalde.com, it's right up there. It says 10 ways to boost your healing powers. And it really was for people who live with chronic illness. But like most self-help books and guides, all you're doing is taking the same information and twisting it around and manipulating it to whatever it is you want to use it for. So here's my take on a top 10 list. So number one is assess the situation. Assess what's happening to you around you. For me, it's my own physical health. Thankfully, before this scare here in Toronto, I have all I was up to date on all of my appointments and follow-ups and I'm in a good place for the next six to eight months. I'm stocked up on medications, so I know what's happening with my condition. And then of course it's a matter of, of keeping my family healthy and assessing what we need in the house and that kind of stuff. So on a day-to-day situation, we're fine. We stay indoors, we make it bored to death, I might yell more than I normally do because the boys are fighting about video games, but we are fine inside this house. Number two, all the feels. Regardless of how fine you are or not, everything has changed and we're going to have feelings about it. So be honest with yourself. I usually find when I'm given bad news, I spend, I go through like the stages of grief really quickly. And again, that's from years of practice now, because not only was I given a diagnosis over 10 years ago, there's also the symptoms that come with the diagnosis that are new and I have to accept those and then how they manifest and how I get my hopes up about certain things. So I'm very used to an emotional roller coaster and I deal with it by feeling it. So whatever feeling I have, as I, you know, the discomfort that comes up, I'm like, oh, this isn't a discomfort, this is sadness. And I can pick it up really quickly and I allow myself to feel it and to accept it into my life. Number four, I'm gonna jump because I should have put these in order. Set a timer. Sure, have all your feelings, but set a timer. So as I, you know, do this podcast right now, it's 8.06 a.m. 
If I were in a bad mood right now or in a sad mood, I'd probably set it till about 8.30. And then I would do something to make myself get out of that mood. So between now and 8.30, I would cry, I would write, I would let myself be sad. I'd probably make myself try to be even more sad just to kind of purge that feeling because it's important to have it. It's important to recognize it. It's important to be human. But I also don't like things taking over my day because I don't like feeling sad for, for a long period of time, as I'm sure most people don't. There is a kind of romanticism about sadness and feelings, but I'm in my early 40s, so I've done a good, a good chunk of that already in my life. Number five is break the spell. So you've had your feelings, you've set a timer. Now you want to break the spell. What is something that you look forward to doing? So either it could be as soon as this, you know, this feeling is coming out of my body, I'm going to put on my favorite song and dance it out. I'm going to do a couple push-ups. I'm going to go bake cookies. I'm going to promise myself I'll read that book or that article or write that piece of poetry. Something that will help break your brain out of the feelings that you were feeling. It has to be active enough that you have to use thinking power, but not so much you have to concentrate to the point that you can't because you've just had a lot of feelings and your body needs to recover from the energy. Going back to number three, assemble your dream team. Right now, that's what most people are missing. They're missing connection. See, again, I'm a bit of an expert on this because disease forced me to stay home. I've moved around to school so often that I don't have, you know, a group of friends at school because every semester I go to a new school, so there's new people. So my nine to five doesn't look like a lot of people's where they know your quirks and they understand what your medical needs are and they know the names of your family and they know your birthday. I don't have that at work because I move around so much. I don't have that in my regular life because my girlfriends are all at work. So for me, assembling a dream team already looks different than most people's. And especially now, so the other day we had to make the call to my mom and I said, Mom, we can't visit you anymore until this is over. And it was a mutual decision. She was actually coming to it first, so I let her say it. She's part of my team. She keeps me healthy. She's one part of the support that I go to to deal with, help with the boys and help with appointments and that kind of thing. Anytime I have surgery, the boys go to her place and Richard stays with me, that kind of thing. So I'm fortunate in that I have a support right here at home with my husband and my sons, but come on, I miss socializing. I miss talking to people. I miss group runs. Even though I don't go that often, I know that I can go. That's the hard part. So thankfully we have technology and a lot of people. It's really cute. You see all the pictures of everyone meeting online. A woman that I know wrote uh, on her Instagram or Facebook page, she's like, gee, if we had known three weeks ago, we would have gotten shares and Lysol with disinfectant wipes and Zoom because everybody's on it. Number six, I wrote eat motivational videos. What the heck does that mean? That means fill and flood your mind with positive things. As many as possible. Honestly, five years ago when I was in a serious bout of anxiety and, and situational depression, I would watch all of those Will Smith, Morgan Freeman voiceover videos, montages on YouTube of people lifting things and pushing them. You know, the one about the guy that, do you want this as badly as you want to breathe? I was like, well, I do really want to breathe a lot. 
so those kind of videos watch the things on you know who wants to be a star or all of those i'm going to say star search you can tell them i'm an 80s kid people triumphing watch those kind of videos those are the things that are going to give you energy they're going to lift you i struggled yesterday with how calm i was feeling and i thought what kind of a jerk am i what's wrong with me people are dying people are you know in pain right now and here i am having a good day and then i said jerry no a you've suffered enough in your life thank you very much i'm pretty sure that everybody gets a quota and hopefully i've already filled mine but the other part is some of us have to stay strong we don't know what's coming and so while we are in a calm you have to stay calm and appreciate it and enjoy it take advantage of it reach out try to see how you can help pull others up but it's okay to stay calm and it's okay to be happy in moments like this. And one of my tools is motivational videos and podcasts. Seven, of course, you knew this was coming from me, move. I joined the Lori Harder Better Together Challenge. I don't like fitness challenges. I find them overwhelming. I usually can't do them past day three because I don't like to move the way somebody else tells me. I'm very happy to get on the bike. I'm happy to go for a run. You know, when I have, when the gym was open, I'm at the gym sometimes. I have bands and weights at home. I'll do some kind of combo of those. But I was feeling the need for unity, so I joined the challenge, and we'll see how it goes. Whatever it is you do, just move. And make sure, you know, you get your heart rate up and you get a bit of a sweat. So if you're a sedentary person, now's the time, folks. Now's the time to go for a power walk. Can't go outside? Power walk in your apartment. A friend's husband has self-isolated in his house and he did like eight kilometers a day in his bathroom. So on the spot, jogging or walking, whatever the man was doing, kudos to you, Eric. Number eight, go to your happy place. Now this might be a challenge right now if your happy place is an actual place that you can't get to. But here is the importance of us starting to be more simple. So thankfully I'm looking at my happy place right now and it's the fake Muskoka chairs on my back deck. Maybe this summer I'll splurge and get a real Muskoka chair, although I don't know how I'd carry it up here. It can be your kitchen. It can be a bath. It can be just closing your eyes on your bed and imagining your favorite place. Maybe you have a cottage. Maybe you own property outside of the city, outside of the country. You'll get back there. It's not now. It's not when you want. That's a bit of a problem here, folks. We're so used to getting things when we want them. In general, society is incredibly spoiled. And sure, it comes with, you know, being modern and having worked hard for things and the way money flows and technology goes. But come on, you're going to be fine if you have to wait an extra two or three weeks to go up to and open the cottage. You're going to be fine if you can't get the kind of ice cream that you want right now. As long as your health is fine and your family's okay, we will find ways to pay for things and... Other projects will just get pushed to the side while we focus on the ones that we can do right now. So go to your happy place. As I look at the bookshelf across the room from me, there's nothing happy about that. So maybe I'll turn it into a happy place today. Just the idea of getting organized and organizing books and the memories of the books. Allow the memories of the things that you own in your home to take you to a time when you were happier. Speaking of happy, number nine is happy hour. What the heck does that mean? Uh, I'm already drinking enough, right? 
No, we actually called the ban on alcohol the other day in this house. But happy hour means give yourself at least 15, 30 minutes, an hour if you can spare it, to not do anything, to not think about anything. Please turn off the news and your, and your feeds and your notifications. In fact, do that right now. Go to your phone, turn off your Facebook and Instagram notifications so you aren't being notified of the numbers that are changing and climbing by the minute. I don't look at any of the stats. I was told to stay away from people and to stay home. That's all I need to know. And I'm waiting for the one that says it's okay to start to move through society a little bit more the way we were before. Don't watch the news, folks. And again, five minutes once a day will tell you more than you need to know. Protect your happy hour. During that hour, maybe you're meditating. Maybe you're combining movement and happiness. Maybe you're outside reading. Whatever it is in that hour, don't do anything serious. Don't make it an hour of work. Just be an hour of happiness. And number 10, finally, keep your toolbox handy. What's in your toolbox, folks? For some people, that is they stockpile on their ice cream. For people like me, I have a four-month supply of medication I use my nebulizer when my airway becomes clogged. That is on top of an entire bag of saline. Honestly, that could probably last a year if I needed it to. I know my other tricks to keep my airway clear. We also have ashwagandha and valerian to help with the nerves right now because, come on, things are different. I'm in a house with three boys. Well, one of them is a man, but you know what I mean. There's a lot of change in this house, so I brought in the, the stress buffers to help out. For my kids, what does that mean? It means a little bit of normalcy. So yeah, their toolbox includes some schoolwork, but of course, they're on screens more than anybody can handle, and it has to be fine right now. I can't judge myself about that. Speaking of judging, a lot of us have been having fun, making fun of probably the mom who came up with a perfectly color-coded minute-by-minute day for their child. And while our first reaction was to be like, who does that? That's crazy. You know what? I would love it if she came over today and took over my house. We all get through tragedies and hard times different ways. So people like me do this very sort of organic, what's kind of happening, what am I feeling, what do I want today approach and take over one thing. People like her decide from before it even happens, this is what it's going to look like. And they push their day towards that. Now, I don't know what kind of stress comes from that, but I know a lot of productivity comes from, and maybe that is their number one value. So while it's fun with all the memes, let's start to ease off on the people that are handling this situation very differently than we would because A, their way is not better than ours, and B, let them do what they want. With that, I will leave you. Take a deep breath. We will get through this time. If you need anything, please reach out jerryugaldecoaching at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and as always, keep healing.